friends, welcome to the Self-Care Sisterhood Podcast, where we're all about taking action and making progress towards what matters most. My name's Brittany, and I'm a coach, community builder, and your self-care BFF. My heart is to empower and equip hardworking, purpose-driven women just like you to take care of yourself so that you can go out into your world and love and serve from that overflow. Each week, we'll tackle topics that help you show up as your best self, navigate sticking points, and get real and raw about what it takes to be on journey. I'm the founder of the Self-Care Sisterhood community, and I believe we weren't meant to do life or our journeys alone. I wanna help you live your best life. So welcome, let's dive in. Okay, this week's episode is gonna be fun, y'all. It's life update time, and we're excited to announce the next big adventure for our family. So. If you haven't seen, we are moving to Florida, you guys. Okay, so this isn't the first time we've taken a leap like this, though. Charlie's lived in many places, from Austin to Phoenix, California to Dallas, and same for me. Coming out of college, I moved from Michigan to Miami to start my 10-year career as an elementary school teacher. Then in 2015, after Charlie proposed, I packed my life into a tiny 9x12 U-Haul trailer and moved from Florida to California to start our life together. Four years ago in 2019, we heard a nudge from God to leave something really special in California for the next level in calling. And here we are now. The same has happened again. As you're listening to this in real time, you guys, we'll be one week out from fully packed up, moving boxes packed, house empty, getting in the car and driving to start our next adventure in Florida. First off, I have to say that Texas will always be a special place. And I think that's part of this process, understanding that every space, every place, every season has lessons within it. When I look back on this season in Texas, I see the blessings. It grew and shaped our marriage and brought us closer than ever. It was where we added our little crazy girl squirrel into our family. It was a healing space for me personally. And for Charles, it was a season where he truly learned how to slow down. It was where we were when a global pandemic shut the world down. It was where we got to be close to Charlie's family and be present for memories. And it's where we built our first home and learned that we're a pretty darn creative team. And the same is true for you. Every space, regardless of how long you've been there, how much you've enjoyed that time, or maybe wanted to rush through it, every season teaches you something, especially if you can get quiet enough to listen. One of the responses I got on social immediately after sharing that we were moving were various versions of, OMG, I could never leave that house you built. And yes, while that is challenging to do and saying goodbye is not going to be easy, I also know that four years ago, this home was a pile of dirt, you guys. It was never meant to be our forever home. It was simply a leap of faith we took that has opened up our eyes to the next level we're being called to. And this is where fear tends to stop most people. They don't leap because of the inevitable unknown. They settle for playing small, even if there's a dream or vision they have laid on their heart, because the gap between where they are now and where they desire to go feels really freaking big. They live okay lives because the comfort zone has just become their home. And if I could gently nudge you today, I'd ask, where have you been playing small? Where has fear stopped you before you even started? Where have you overstayed your welcome simply because it's comfy? I'm not saying you need to pack it up and move like we're doing, but there's something to the ebb and flow of releasing spaces and places that no longer serve this version of us to move on into something new, no matter how scary it is. 
And because this is a come with me kind of space where we do life and our journeys together, I didn't just want to announce the move and make it look like it was easy. Friends, success requires sacrifice in any area of life. And let's be real, it's in those big leap kind of seasons that fear comes knocking the loudest at first. So I want to share with you in real time what has been helping me be brave, bold, and courageous in the face of the inevitable fear that surfaces with change. Okay, so first, I'm not immune to it, and neither are you. I love to tell the women I work with that fear is normal, and it's allowed to be present. I think the more we try to pretend like we aren't afraid, the worse it is. You can't be brave without actual fear, right? So those brave people you admire, they can only be brave because they have fear to conquer. Embrace that. Think of your journey like a fun road trip. Fear can be in my car, but it cannot pick the playlist. It does not get to run the GPS, and it certainly cannot drive my car. Fear can be there, keeping me safe, reminding me I'm brave, but it gets to sit in the back seat. So put fear in its proper place, y'all. Don't allow it to be the playlist in your head on loop. Don't let it dictate your direction and do not let it take the wheel. Second, I ask, what's the worst case scenario? This is helpful for me because I'm a realist. Most of the time, the worst case scenario in my life never pans out. Think about it. I always envision the worst when I get called down to my principal's office. Now, like real talk, this is both as a student and as a teacher in the building. I don't know if you can relate, but it was never as bad as I imagined. I found there's three scenarios when it comes to worst case. First, you could imagine it and it never happens, which is probably the most common. Second, you imagine it and it does happen, but it's not that bad. Life goes on and you learn from those lessons. And third, you're actually already living a version of worst case scenario. So why not freaking go for it? I can remember a time not too long ago where I realized I had to take a leap because I was actually living my worst case scenario. Like it couldn't get worse than what I was doing. And I actually think that's helpful when fear is roaring loudest. Like, what do I have to lose? I'm already living a life I'm not happy with. Why not try something new? Okay, but I don't stop there. I also ask, what's the best case scenario? This is also really helpful. When fear gets loud, it's easy to gravitate towards the worst case scenario. But what if we flip that on its head and ask, what's the best thing that could happen if I take this chance? Or what's the best thing that could happen if I make this change? Imagine that playing out. Imagine the people you might meet, the opportunities that might open up, the visions that could come to fruition, and then take it a step further and do one thing that would help you move in the direction of that best case. I'm also reminding myself that with change, you get a chance to take inventory of what comes with you into this new season and what doesn't. Environmental self-care is a thing, my friends, and I talk about it in depth on actually my very first episode of the podcast, but we don't do this enough as adults. Think about it. As children, we adapt our environment to the exact growth and development we're experiencing. We get a big kid bed when we've outgrown the crib. We move to college when we're ready to experience independence. We evolve and grow into our new homes and jobs, but then something happens as adults and we get stuck. We stay at that job, even if it doesn't serve us. We keep living in the same home and never think to redecorate or rearrange to suit our new goals and needs. 
We talk to the same people, even though the conversations are filled with negativity and don't encourage us to grow or stretch. It's every time I take these leaps, it's almost like a fresh chance to take inventory of my environment, to adjust and make tweaks that help me continue to make progress towards my best self. Okay, next, I control what I can control. There are very few things within my control, and the same for you, sis, but there are a lot of choices we make day in and day out that we are very much in control of. It's all about taking ownership and being intentional through transition. So right now, as I'm moving, I'm looking at being in control of what gets my yes on my calendar. If it's not a heck yes, it's a no thank you for me right now. And that's not easy to do, but it's helping give me space for this season so that I don't feel so overwhelmed. I'm also looking at how I can make the move less stressful by breaking things down into bite-sized chunks. So we have lists of things we're selling. We have lists of things we need to do for our house. We have a list of things we need to do for the new house. We have a running list of all of the things we want to pack and trying to do it in bite-sized chunks is so much easier on our stress level and we're able to control what we can control versus like letting it all just pile up. When fear is loud, it's easy to look outward at what's not working and the things that are standing in our way. But it's way more helpful to look inward at what we can control and contribute in any given situation. And last, I make it fun. I was getting super stressed about the size of the house when we first put in our offer. Like full transparency, the house we're in right now is about 2,800 square feet. And the house we are moving into is like 999, just shy of a thousand square feet. So it is like kind of a third of the size, which was really giving me some anxiety when we first put in our offer. It's actually what stopped us from initially going for it, but the location inevitably kind of won us, and you'll see why when we get there. But I realized that I could either live with this stress or I could make it fun. And so I decided to embrace the latter. What's fun for me is designing and creating. So I decided to embrace the small space challenges, and I've been living on Pinterest for inspo and ideas. It's just been fun. The fear is totally gone now about the size because I have something to look forward to and I'm making it fun. And so if fear is holding you down, what is something about your shift or your change or transition in the season that you can find the fun in? Like maybe your new job offers the chance to get involved in happy hours with your coworkers and that is fun for you. Or maybe your new season of motherhood makes it fun to do mommy and me things. Go do that. Or maybe you have a side hustle and it's been kind of just like, that thing you do when you feel like doing it, but maybe you update a fun home office space to make it feel professional to sit and work on your dream. I don't know what fun looks like for you in this season of change or the leaps you're taking, but you do. So release the fear and the stress by embracing the fun. So there it is, friends. We are moving. God called us out of California to Texas as a stepping stone to the next space. We always knew this. So we spent the last four years building something special here, and savoring the moments, building our skill sets, trusting God in the waiting, and growing day by day into versions of ourselves that would be ready to take this next leap, which really means it's that much sweeter to say goodbye, right? I seriously can't wait to take you guys on this journey with me. Like I said, we are like days away as you're listening to this to packing it all up and getting in the car. So for all the behind the scenes stuff, be sure to follow along over on Instagram at inspirebeautybrit and reach out and connect with me. I love getting to do life and our journeys together. 
thanks so much for tuning in to today's episode. If you love today's topic, it would mean the world to me if you shared this on your social to help spread the word. Tag me at Inspire Beauty Brit so I can see what you're loving and learning along the way. All right, friend, till next time, let's go out there and take some action.